Welcome to the Ogletree Deacons podcast, a brief discussion of compelling legal issues and practical insights. Please note that the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be, nor should it be construed as legal advice. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. Please enjoy the program. Hi, I'm Amanda Mullane, and I'm a shareholder with Ogletree Deacons in the San Diego office. I have with me today Jennifer Kofer. She is with the Ogletree Deacons office in Raleigh, North Carolina. And we're here to chat about H-1B extensions and the ability to extend beyond the six-year max with all of this forward movement in the visa bulletin. Thanks, Amanda. First, can you give a little context as to what the backlog is and what priority dates are? The visa backlog is really about supply and demand. The U.S. government releases a certain number of immigrant visas each fiscal year, and the demand from some countries in the world to immigrate to the United States exceeds the available supply. Traditionally, we've seen a pretty big backlog in India and China. So individuals who are seeking to immigrate who were born in India and China, the wait is much longer. With India, we've seen the wait be 10, 15 years. It's, it's a really long haul. So Jenny, tell me a little bit about the movement that we've seen this year in the EB2 category, specifically for India. Sure. So we've seen really significant movements just in this calendar year. For example, in January 2022, in the EB2 classification for Indian nationals, the priority date was July 2013. For the July 2022 visa bulletin in the EB2 classification, the priority date for Indian nationals is now December 2014. That's over a year and a half of forward progression in just six months. While that is great news that these individuals are now able to benefit from their priority date and adjust status, the trade-off here is that they may be unable to extend their H-1B status for as long as they've become accustomed to. Great. So why don't I talk a little bit about the regulations that are that are behind this, this extension process that we're talking about. So AC-21 provides the framework. If an individual holds an I-140 approval and their priority date is backlogged, meaning pursuant to the Department of State's monthly published visa bulletin, their priority date is not current, they should be eligible for an H-1B extension beyond their six-year max in three-year increments. Now, if the priority date is current, that does impact the amount of time they can request on the H-1B extension. Likely they're going to be eligible for a year, but the question is if certain steps have been taken beyond that in the green card process once the priority date becomes current. So we look at whether or not the individual has either filed for the adjustment of status application or is pursuing consular processing abroad. If they have not yet done that, then we need to consider how long that priority date has been current. If it has not been current for a full year, then they're still eligible to request an extension of the H-1B status for one year. But if the priority date has been current for more than one year and they have not taken those needed steps, 
then the individual may not be able to extend beyond the H-1B six-year maximum. Now, there is a limited ability for an individual to argue that they were not able to proceed with those additional steps. So either the adjustment of status or the immigrant visa processing due to circumstances beyond their control, but that exception is very limited. Thanks, Amanda. What if a beneficiary or visa holder has not yet filed their adjustment of status application, but we know that they're current under their priority date? So they could still be eligible for the H-1B extension in one-year increments, but we need to look and see how long their priority date has been current. If it's been current for more than one year, then that ability to extend may not be available. The other piece to look at is whether or not the priority date has been current for a full year. So hypothetically, if the visa bulletin retrogressed during that year period, that clock would reset. So then the individual would again be eligible for additional time on their H-1B. Maybe, Jenny, it would be helpful to give people an example of this situation that we have been seeing with the H-1B extensions. Sure. So where we often see this situation play out is where an H-1B visa holder moves from employer A with an approved I-140 to employer B and has yet to start the immigrant process or is in the middle of completing those necessary steps in the immigrant process. If the visa holder has not obtained an approved I-140 with their new employer before their priority date becomes current, this is a situation in which we might see that they are only eligible to extend for a one-year increment instead of those three years that many of these foreign nationals have become accustomed to. So Amanda, what can we expect from the rest of the fiscal year until October 2022? So I anticipate that, you know, based on what USCIS has has put out publicly, that the visa bulletin will at least hold, if not move forward further this fiscal year, which is great news for folks who are going to have the opportunity to complete the green card process. But again, we want to make sure that for those that can't complete the green card process and are relying on maybe an older I-140 for extensions beyond their six-year max to definitely keep this issue in mind. It's a, it's a good issue for employers to be aware of and for foreign national employees. Thank you for joining us on the Ogletree Deacons podcast. You can subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. And remember, the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as legal advice.